Today's word of the day is... Astern. Definition, behind or toward the rear of a ship or aircraft. Hey, Jim Bob, what here, Joe? You know it. I don't know if you know this, but uh, little Johnny grew up and went into the Army, and him and two of his buddies got sick and were in the hospital, and the Major came to come visit him. The major goes up to the first guy and says, uh, what's your issue? He says, well, I've got chronic syphilis. He says, what's your treatment? He says, five minutes a day with a wire brush. He says, what's your mission? He says, to get back out there on that front line. He says, good man. Goes to the next guy. He says, hey, what's your problem? He says, well, I've got hemorrhoids. He says, oh, what's your treatment? He says, five minutes a day with a wire brush. He says, what's your mission? He says, to get back out on that front line. He says, good man. He goes up to little Johnny. He says, all right, what's your problem? He says, well, I've got chronic gingivitis. He says, what's your treatment? He says, five minutes a day with a wire brush. He says, what's your mission? He said, to be the first one to get that wire brush. (laughs) Dear heart, please, please, for the love of God, stop getting involved in everything. Your job is to pump blood. And nothing else. Success, guys, a very, very lonely road, man. Very few people are willing to endure the pain, the sacrifice, and diligence to be successful. It's an uphill battle. Along that road, you're not going to see too many friends. You're going to see your shadow most often. When everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more, it's a lonely feeling. They look at you with that look and say, why don't you try something else? Why don't you give up? There will be times when you will feel alone and you will feel deserted when you feel weak and you doubt yourself and other people will doubt you and you ask yourself, am I crazy? People are going to think you're crazy. And sometimes you're going to think you're crazy. You're going to question yourself. It's hard to pick yourself up when you experience setbacks and people don't see the vision and no one else believes in you that's going to happen but we all have a choice the choice is you can let the outside noise affect you or drive you what's it going to be There's been so many times in our lives where people tell you you can't do something. Where would you be if every single time someone told you you can't do something, you listen to them? Oh, you're being unrealistic. You're dreaming. Yes, I am dreaming. See, a lot of people have stopped dreaming. Don't you stop dreaming. It takes guts. you got to dig down deep and cut it out. Keep on going again and again and again until you make it happen because you know that it's possible. Your self-belief must be outweigh others' disbelief. Your belief must be so strong that you block out the noise of everyone around you. And all you hear is your internal dialogue telling you, I can do this, I will do this, I must do this. And no matter what it takes, with every fiber of my being, I am going to win. You've got to ask yourself, what's your why? What motivates you? What pushes you? What drives you? And if that thing is internal, if nobody has to call you, if nobody has to prod you, if nobody has to reward you, if nobody has to give you anything, if you are self-motivated and self-regulated, you can have it, you can be it, you can do it. Judge not according to appearances. Don't judge your circumstances and the possibilities for your future based upon what you have now and because of what's going on now. No. No, no, no. You must have the faith to call forth those things that be not as though they were. And for some of you, you stop dreaming. You dream for a week and you stop because things around you don't look good. You dream for a month and when you get hit in the mouth, you quit and you give up. You dream for a while and when people tell you crazy, when people tell you stupid, when people tell you can never get done, you stop dreaming and you go back to knowledge. People are going to laugh at you. But let me tell you, I believe in revenge like Frank Sinatra. He said the best revenge is massive success. You must have faith. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in your abilities. You've got to believe in your service, your company, your ideas. Unquestionably, take that leap of faith. Trust yourself and believe and know within yourself. And don't doubt in everything in you that everything is going to be all right. I dare you to use your imagination. I dare you when you're broke to use your imagination. I dare you when you're rich to use your imagination. I dare you under every single circumstance. Keep dreaming. Keep looking at your dream. Keep focusing on your dream. Keep going after the dream because that's where true success is.
from ABC News. I'm Richard Cantu. The U.S. economy expanded over the summer months. That followed two straight quarters of economic contraction. The expansion, despite high inflation and interest rates, aimed at reducing it. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen telling CNN she does not believe a recession is on the horizon. I don't see signs of a recession in this economy at this point. It comes just hours after a new report showed the U.S. economy had grown slightly after two straight quarters of decline. Things are looking good. The economy grew at an annual rate of 2.6 in the third quarter, faring better than economists expected. ABC's Rhiannon Ally. President Biden went to Syracuse, New York, trumpeting efforts to make semiconductors in this country. Computer chip maker Micron pledging a $100 billion investment in upstate New York to build factories. It's the largest American investment of its kind ever, ever, ever in our history. President Biden saying Micron's investment helped by the recently passed CHIPS Act will help end U.S. dependence on foreign chip makers and create 9,000 jobs. Andy Field, ABC News. It's the second longest sentence for a Capitol insurrectionist. A federal judge in Washington, D.C. sentenced Albuquerque Head to 90 months, seven and a half years in prison for dragging former D.C. A police officer into a crowd that beat him. Uh, the house fire in the Tulsa suburb of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, didn't conceal the murders. Eight people found dead in the burned-out house. Police spokesman Ethan Hutchins. Through conversations with witnesses, um, we can confirm that a family of eight, uh, which does include two adults and six children, uh, did reside in the house. Investigators aren't saying specifically why, but are investigating it as a homicide. On the last day of South Korea's annual military exercise, North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles toward the Sea of Japan. You're listening to ABC News. With the ongoing dismantling of the entertainer formerly known as Kanye West, Israeli President Herzog in the U.S. became the first Jerusalem official to respond to West's anti-Semitic blurtings. Herzog says he's deeply concerned over the rise of anti-Semitism in the U.S. and globally, calling it a moral problem like racism and xenophobia. He also said he's, quote, extremely pleased by the overwhelming reaction against West's comments. That's surely a reference to the wide cross-section of American politicians, celebrities, citizens, and businesses that have condemned Condemned West and cut profitable ties with him. Jordana Miller, ABC News, Jerusalem. Tension over land management in the American West on full display with the arrest of a supervising firefighter after a prescribed burn escaped its confines. Rick Snodgrass was what's called the burn boss on a U.S. Forest Service prescribed burn in a national forest earlier this month in Oregon. When they ignited the fire, a fence used to corral cattle was burned that belonged to a local family. Later, flames spread onto that family's ranch. The county sheriff in remote eastern Oregon arrested Snodgrass on the scene for reckless burning. The ranching family is applauding that arrest. The family saying whoever burned 40 acres of their ranch land should be put in jail. In Washington, D.C., the head of the Forest Service is denouncing the arrest. Alex Stone, ABC News. This is ABC News. The following program is an anchor production, now available on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And with that being said, the Ace Valone Show starts right now. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. You're listening to the Ace of Alone Show, and I'm still the aforementioned Ace of Alone. Now, today, we're just going to jump right into it. This is, listen along, number 10, Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton from Hell in a Cell 2018. Now, the backstory behind this matchup, um, Jeff Hardy would... Come back from injury after WrestleMania 34. He would go on to win 
the United States Championship, then be drafted to SmackDown Live, where back at Backlash that year, he would face Randy Orton. For the United States Championship, he would win that matchup. And then in around... Because of that year, Hell in a Cell was in September. And so around mid-August of 2018, they um, engaged in another... Started that rivalry again. And at one point, I mean, this... Brandy was back to his old ways, the the viper that he was, you know, back in the day, 10, 11 years ago prior. I mean, there was one point where he took a screwdriver. So Hart, I, for those of you that don't know, Hart, Jeff Hardy, uh, for those of you that are wrestling fans that I have on here, um, Jeff Hardy wore gauges in his ear and... They were taken out. And there was one point in this rivalry. It was kind of like gruesome. But so Randy Orton. And this is the SmackDown Live leading up to Hell in a Cell. Uh, one of them. But he would take a screwdriver. And put it inside the hole where Hardy's gauge was and then he would twist the ah it was he would twist the screwdriver in like he would like literally almost ripping Hardy's earlobe off it was it was kind of it was it was kind of sick like it was it was like it made me it made me cringe i was sitting there watching i was like oh shit Yikes. Yikes. Like, that's no bueno. I just, that's, yeah. It was just, ah. It just wasn't a pretty sight. I mean, fuck. Probably hurt as hurt like hell. But yeah, uh, like I said, um, uh, so that, with that being said, I will get it queued up and enjoy Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton at Hell in a Cell 2018. Inside Hell in a Cell, by the way. Enjoy. Welcome to the 10th annual Hell in a Cell. And as SmackDown Live general manager Paige mentioned on the Hell in a Cell kickoff show, to begin our night, the first of two Hell in a Cell matchups, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton will be locked inside the cell. One of the most cruel, unforgiving structures ever devised. The cell will break bones. It will shred flesh. It will change careers forever. structure. This Hell in a Cell structure is a perfect playground for the Viper. 
You can even see Randy Orton as he looks over the hell in a cell. He stepped inside this structure six times. He's won three times with the biggest opportunities at stake. There is trepidation, but there's excitement in the eyes of Randy Orton. Randy Orton may be familiar with hell in a cell, but I don't think that means you're comfortable. I don't think any man walking the face of the earth can ever be comfortable inside hell in a cell. Welcome to ringside. Representing SmackDown Live, I'm Tom Phillips alongside Corey Graves and Byron Saxon. And joining us, of course, here at ringside, our Spanish announced team, Marcelo Rodriguez and Carlos Cabrera. Gracias, amigos. Marcelo, hoy vamos a un sitio que tú conoces muy bien. ¿Cuál? ¿El infierno? No, no, todos vamos al infierno, incluyendo ustedes, Universo en Español. And of course, our German announced team also joining us here at ringside in San Antonio, Calvin Kinney and Karsten Schaefer. Wir sind bei Hell in a Cell und ich glaube, da sperre ich den mal ein. Versprichst du das? Ja. Denn ich freue mich schon so richtig auf die Hölle. The world is watching, and gentlemen, that is exactly what Randy Orton hopes for. He wants to make the WWE Universe squirm at what he does tonight to Jeff Hardy. Randy vowed to erase the heroes of the WWE Universe, and he can do just that tonight. for the 39th recorded Hell in a Cell match in WWE history. Jeff Hardy is in fact entering his first ever Hell in a Cell matchup. I had the opportunity to sit down with Jeff and his brother Matt last year after they returned at WrestleMania. And I asked about singles goals here in WWE. Jeff said, I have never competed in Hell in a Cell, but I have to do it before I retire. Tonight is Jeff's moment. How insane is that to think that the Hell in a Cell is a goal in your career? You would say it's insane. You would say it's out of the box, but then you think about who's delivering that statement. Jeff Hardy's career has been predicated on insane action, on, on outside-the-box action. So no, I'm not really surprised. This is Jeff Hardy. This is this is like a field trip for Jeff Hardy. This is an adrenaline spike. Jeff Hardy said it himself. This is where I cleanse my soul. I think the magnitude of the situation just struck Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, fearless, and he's going to need to be tonight because Randy Orton is certainly ready. The Viper is already locked inside, primed and ready to strike. Can Jeff Hardy undo what Randy Orton has attempted to over the last few weeks? Finally, Jeff Hardy broke a pile of broken bones. I talked to Jeff Hardy earlier today. I asked how he was feeling. He said he's nervous, he's anxious, he's excited, and most of all, he's angry. Jeff is angry because he wasn't able to focus solely on this match this past week. He and his family had to deal with the chaos and the effects of Hurricane Florence in his home state of North Carolina. Jeff Hardy needs to get focused because Randy Orton is waiting. Without question, I think Jeff Hardy knows as well as anyone how many lives, how many careers have been changed inside Hell in a Cell. As much as Randy wants to erase Jeff Hardy and the heroes of WWE, Jeff would love nothing more than to classify Randy Orton as obsolete. For 21 years, the question of what two men would ever willingly enter such a torturous structure has been asked, and tonight we get the answer. Orton and Hardy inside hell in a cell. Uh, but Hardy wasted no time bringing the fight to the Viper. And Hardy not going to back off here early on. Remember the rules of this matchup in that there are no rules. The only way to win is by pinfall or submission in the middle of the ring. Randy Orton, only two men in history have been in more hell in a cell matchups. Triple H and The Undertaker. This is a daunting task for Hardy to try and knock off the Viper inside the cell. Oh! Here's at the top of the the top rope there and now Randy Orton oh, Hardy into the cell that cell's got to feel like a cheese grater Jeff Hardy's face sliding down and Orton now stalking his prey and Grace can you just imagine how badly these first shots into the cell could rattle a man who's oh, never been inside the hell in a cell 
Now Randy Orton exploring the space outside the ring here, and Jeff Hardy battling back here. Oh, and sends Orton into the steel. Jeff Hardy understood oh. he had to come into this match with a different mindset. He had to be a different Jeff Hardy than we've ever seen before. And Hardy and Orton operating. Oh, my God. And these very close and tight quarters inside the cell. Randy Orton like a pinball off the side of the cell and back into the imagine, ring post. Imagine oh. all the impact here as Orton went off of the cell. And now Jeff Hardy is looking oh underneath my. the ring for some backup. Jeff Hardy is looking to up the ante. It's all legal inside the hell in a cell. Jeff Hardy certainly no stranger to high risk. It's how he made a name for himself in WWE. I, Orton now stopping Hardy from whatever Jeff was looking for. Line and down goes Hardy. Orton very poised, very calm, cool, collected. And the difference between these two superstars is Jeff is willing to do whatever is necessary to walk out victorious. Randy Orton is enjoying every moment of this. The sadistic Viper is savoring every opportunity. Oh, oh like a surfboard. The table went into the midsection of Randy Orton. Not sure Randy is savoring that opportunity. How creative is Jeff Hardy? Desperate times call for desperate measures. Jeff did surf the table right into the midsection of Orton. Listen, Jeff did say uh, earlier on today he was he was in the mood to do something crazy tonight. How's that different from any other day? The guy's out of his mind. Hardy has made a career out of doing that for all plus years. Uh, and now uh, down a ladder. Very familiar in the Hardy household. And now what has Jeff Hardy got in mind here as he rounds the ring here? Wait a minute. Oh! And Orton had a steel chair in hand, but the ladder, oh, one out. You superstars are as adroit as using a ladder as Jeff Hardy is. Jeff Hardy understanding the benefit of his current tool of destruction. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, a steel to the spine. And just that quick, the Viper changes the complexion of the match. And now Orton's got control here. Jeff Hardy sends him again into the cell. Hardy has been Orton's primary target since returning to WWE just a few months ago. Orton feels that he's taking out the sins of the WWE Universe on the head of Jeff Hardy. In many ways, you could say Hardy's been like a wounded animal fighting for his own existence, fighting to maintain his identity, to maintain his relationship with the WWE Universe. Gotta wonder what's going through the mind, the depraved mind of Randy Orton right now. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, trying to set up for the RKO, perhaps outside the ring. Not on a chair. Not Jeff Hardy, able to fend off Orton. Hardy now. Wait a minute, Jeff Hardy off the chair. Oh, jeez. But what a nasty landing. Hardy sacrificing his own body to inflict damage on Orton. There's the creativity we talked about with Jeff Hardy, using his environment to his advantage. Now watch this. Jeff Hardy, crushing oh, Randy Orton into the steel. But the impact that really struck me was Jeff Hardy's body and the nasty thud when he connected with the floor. And the damage over the last few months to Jeff Hardy's body by Randy Orton, it, it's mounted up, but at the same time, Hardy's got to put that out of his mind. He's got to be running on adrenaline here in the Hell in a Cell match. Jeff Hardy now kind of summon the WWE Universe. Oh! Right to the solar plexus of Orton, and down goes the Viper in the corner. Orton in trouble right to the heart. Cardiac arrest. And now Jeff Hardy looking for the first cover of this matchup to win and a kick out by Randy Orton. I wonder at this point, was Randy Orton maybe a little overconfident headed into this matchup? Jeff Hardy's been very impressive to this point. I don't think Randy Orton ever expected we would get to this point. We would get to the point where this, this rivalry would take place. Hold on a second. Going up to the top here. Could be thinking about setting up for 
a swanton bomb, but it was Randy Orton who wanted to slow down Jeff Hardy. I think Jeff was looking to end this early, minimize the damage yeah. suffered, pick up a victory over Randy Orton, and move on. And the longer this match goes, you have to believe that it favors the Viper, Randy Orton. Again, the experience inside the cell. I wouldn't go that far, Tom. I mean, Jeff Hardy's no stranger to big match scenarios. Going deep into a match, Jeff's in tremendous physical condition. Wait a minute. Now Orton's got a hold of Jeff Hardy here along the ropes here. Going up to the top turnbuckle. Oh, superplex! Oh, Obviously, Orton feeling the effects of the damage Hardy's inflicted. Barely got Jeff over in the superplex, but it was effective. Orton feeling the pain early into a cover. Shoulders pressed to the canvas and a kick out by Hardy. Hardy barely able to get the right shoulder up. Take another look at this. Last possible moment. Orton was able to pop his hips and muscle Jeff Hardy over. Still a catastrophic ending to the superplex for Jeff Hardy. And now Jeff Hardy across the ring, trying to gather himself here. Randy Orton in a world of trouble as well on the other side. Hardy trying to will himself up here. Perhaps Hardy's understanding just how far he's going to have to go to oh, take out Orton inside the cell. Up to the top, whispering the wind to the back of the neck. This could put away Orton. Cover and a kick out. Doesn't get any closer than that without the bell ringing. Jeff Hardy was nearly able to vanquish the apex predator, but Orton still fights on. Both of these competitors' bodies racked with pain. Jeff now to the outside looking for another form of attack. I have to imagine, uh-oh. Once again, underneath the ring, pulling out yet another ladder here is Jeff Hardy. There's a limited amount of space available inside the cell. Doesn't seem to affect Jeff Hardy's plans to this point. What in the hell is Jeff Hardy thinking? We've always known Jeff Hardy has an abstract mind here. And now randy orton in trouble outside of the ring jeff hardy oh, oh trying to gosh. set up the viper oh no jeff hits this and he's gonna look like an abstract painting trying to set up for a suplex on the outside and orton trying to block the suplexes oh, oh no no oh, my God. that's it hardy's plan just backfired The cruelty of Randy Orton knows no bounds. Listen to the impact here. Oh, you can hear the supports of the ladder just crack under Jeff Hardy's body. Then the ladder shutting on the body of Jeff Hardy. This, is, this has got to be over. Orton just needs to roll Jeff in the ring and finish this thing. Whatever Jeff Hardy had in mind, Randy Orton proved he was just one step ahead. Now back inside the ring. Hook to the leg here to put him away. And a kick out by Hardy. Hardy's still got some life, but how much? How much does Hardy have left? I don't know if it's will at this point or just pure instinct. Jeff Hardy continues to fight. I wonder if that's an ill-advised decision. Randy Orton certainly wants to make Jeff regret it. Orton with another steel chair. Target in sight. steel chair just ricocheting off the spine of Jeff Hardy and I don't think the Vipers finished yet and imagine the agony oh and oh. the agony in the back and the spine of Jeff Hardy Jeff the Hardy. midsection of Hardy's oh. become a target for Orton. Oh. Repeated chair shots to the small of Jeff Hardy's back. 
Oh, uh, no. Orton has, has Jeff Hardy's belt. The studded belt. The steel studs inside the belt. God. Oh, dear. Oh. Oh, to the exposed skin here of Jeff Hardy. Now into a cover. And a kick out. Randy Orton at this point just torturing Jeff Hardy. Punishing the enigma. There's no limit to how sadistic, how corrupt Randy Orton can be. Setting up another ladder here inside the ring. Randy Orton is systematically destroying Jeff Hardy. This is Orton at his coldest. Oh. Cold-blooded. The Viper. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. This is Randy at his most dangerous, his most malicious. Oh, no, no, no. And now compressing the oh, ladder no. here. Oh, oh. The run of the ladder is on the throat of Jeff Hardy. Oh. of enjoyment. Jeff, Jeff Hardy at this point is basically helpless. And now, and now to put this away again here on Hardy and Orton can't close it out. I hate to say it, but at some juncture of this match, the referee might consider stopping this. Jeff Hardy is going to suffer irreparable damage. You know Jeff wanted this. Jeff thought this would be his revenge, his redemption, but this is, this is a harsh reality that Jeff Hardy is facing inside Hell in a Cell courtesy of Randy Orton. Orton just doing his best to squeeze the remaining life out of Jeff Hardy. Hardy trying to find his way back up here in this matchup. Trying to reconnect that bond with the WWE Universe. Shots to the midsection and Hardy trying to create separation. I don't know where Hardy's finding it. Oh! Now Hardy weary. Without a last gasp effort, oh, oh. Jeff Hardy, I guess not. Inverted atomic drop, as Orton set up, right to the midsection. And the low drop kick, and now Hardy to close out the hell in a cell match and a kick out. You have to wonder how much, if any, gas is left in the tank of Jeff Hardy after what he's endured to this point. got to be that the desire for it. It's got to be the emotion right now that is driving Jeff Hardy. It's refusing to allow Randy Orton to end his career. That was the goal of the Viper coming into this evening. This is a vengeful Jeff Hardy. What's the twist of fate? Off the ropes and a power slam by Orton. To the already injured back of Hardy. This might be recovered now. Hook to the leg and a kick out. Orton, another cover. Hardy able to muscle his way out. In a chaotic situation like Hell in a Cell, Randy Orton has done a masterful job of targeting his attack on the back of Jeff Hardy. Over and over and over again, the back of Hardy has got to be in pain. That Orton is opting for the steel chair, apparently change of plans no. God. what in the hell is Randy Orton going to do with a screwdriver the steel chair no the ladder no reaches for a toolbox and a new instrument here for the Viper. An instrument, call it what it is, Phil. It's a weapon. It's a screwdriver. Get the referee in between there. This is going to end really, really poorly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, 
throw. This is sick. This is fire. What is Orton going to do? Turning acts I've ever witnessed in a WWE ring. Oh, and now with the pieces of his own belt that were broken off, attacking the Viper. Oh, oh! How Jeff Hardy endured that and is now walloping on Randy Orton. Look at the back of Orton now. Oh my God, Hardy's incensed. Oh. And Hardy not stopping. Oh, it was like Hardy had snapped. Oh, now pounces into a cover. Up to the leg, and Orton able to kick out. Grace, how in the world did Hardy continue? I, I have no idea. I, it, will, instinct, desperation. I have no idea how Jeff Hardy's still in this matchup. But Jeff... Clearly isn't finished with the Viper just yet. A second attempt going up top, thinking about the Swanton Bomb, perhaps. Oh, oh, the rope. Randy Orton drops Hardy. Jeff still obviously feeling the effects of this matchup. Maybe a step slower than usual on his ascent to the top rope. And Orton made him pay. It looks like Hardy got caught low on his way down from the turnbuckle as well. Now, Orton, look at the oh. back of Orton. Oh, now setting up Jeff Hardy here along the ropes. Randy Orton soaking it in from the WWE Universe and the DDT. Orton still unable to capitalize at this moment. See the metal stud prints in the back of Randy Orton. And from the lashing that Jeff Hardy initially. From the belt of Jeff Hardy at one point, not to mention the steel chair that followed. This is how far this conflict has come. So personal. Willing to endure the agony for the right to destroy your opponent. And the Viper looks primed and ready to coil. Trying to will himself back up, but Randy Orton. Orton ready to strike. Hardy trying to get back up to his oh. feet. Wants the RKO. Hardy saw it coming. Twist of fate. Right in the center of the ring. Can Jeff finish the job? Hardy. Jeff is, is smashing the steel chair back into alignment. Oh, no. Oh, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is trying to finish this thing. Jeff Hardy is trying to finish. Randy Orton sends for the third time. Bob on the chair. The third time is the charm. On to Hardy. On to Orton. Here's the cover. And Randy still kicked out. How? Of oh, anybody's as shocked in this entire arena as Jeff Hardy is right now. 
The third attempt, Hardy finally connects with a definitive swanton through a chair. Look at this one more time. Imagine the impact that Randy Orton had to feel under 220-plus pounds and a steel chair from the top rope. Yet the demoralizing aspect, if you're Jeff Hardy, is that it still wasn't enough to put Randy Orton away. Oh, and look at the leg the leg here of Randy. Oh, my God, that is disgusting. We've said it time and time again, Hell in a Cell will change a man's career. I'm sure Randy Orton will testify to that fact, no matter what the outcome of this match is. Think about the damage Jeff Hardy did to himself on the Swanton Bomb. Everything that's been done by Orton to Hardy's midsection, his back, sacrificing his body again. Now pulls out another, 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 table. another table, not to mention the ladder that preceded it. I want to know this deep into this brutal of a match how Jeff Hardy has this level of creativity available. What is going on inside the mind of the Enigma? Hardy trying to get through the pain, trying to will himself on for the WWE Universe. And trying to set up the ladder here. Three attempts at the Swanton Bomb have not been able to put away Randy Orton. I think the mode is very simple for Jeff Hardy right now. Whatever it takes. Randy Orton is practically lifeless to allowing Jeff these few moments to devise whatever it is that's going on in his mind. And Jeff is a master when it comes to ladders, but what is Jeff thinking about here? Jeff is thinking about vengeance. Jeff is remembering all of the heinous things that Randy Orton has done to him in recent memory. And I assure you, the health of Jeff Hardy is the last thing on his mind right now. See Randy Orton clutching at the wounded thigh. The most important thing right now is this cell. Now Orton and caught with a twist of fate. And Orton staggered onto the table here. And Hardy's got an opportunity. Now Hardy unloading. Jeff Hardy positioning Randy Orton right where he wants him. Hardy came into tonight prepared to unleash a lifetime of torment, pain, and suffering on Randy Orton. Now Hardy on the smaller ladder. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Uh, uh, oh, Hardy's got enough room. Hardy taking a look here at the 20-foot cell. Jeff Hardy thought about leapfrogging the taller ladder, but... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, by calling an audible. Hardy. Hardy's holding on to the top of the cell. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. Oh, no. Hardy is swinging from the cell. Official 
And the official is trying to call for the medical team to come out here and trying to get some help for Jeff Hardy. And Randy Orton wouldn't wait for it. the victor here but uh, what, what, what kind of condition is Jeff Hardy in right now that's that's the biggest concern I, same again after what we just witnessed. See the body of Randy Orton, the hell he went through because of Jeff Hardy. Take another look at this. Hardy again swinging from the top of the cell. And I'm not entirely sure if Jeff planned on going at this very moment or if his hands just slipped. Randy Orton had just enough time to get out of the way. Hardy knew he had to do something drastic here to try and bring a close to this. And, and, and what was most audacious about all of this was Randy Orton, after the fall, insisting, demanding that the referee make the three count and pin Jeff Hardy's shoulders to the mat. Jeff Hardy became a victim of his own, his own creativity, his own efforts to, to put away Randy Orton. It's an absolute shame now that Jeff Hardy is going to be stretched out of this arena. See the welts, the horrors that Randy Orton had to go through inside the cell to do what he planned to do. In his mind, did Randy Orton erase Jeff Hardy? match against Jeff Hardy and what a matchup and like I mentioned in part one Randy on an episode of Smackdown Live leading up to Hell in a Cell in 2018 used a screwdriver and he did the same exact thing in the matchup and it was just a like he just twisted the it was a it was gnarly like it it made me cringe just watching that again like it was just ugh, like no thank you but yeah like I said Randy Orton wins against Jeff Hardy and with that I'm going to segue now into today's moment of zen Alan Watts said the only Zen you'll find on mountaintops is the Zen you bring up there with you. Sorry if I butchered that a little bit, but that's today's moment of Zen. And I'm full of it, and I'll be back next time with more wisdom, more vitriol, and more of the Ace of Alone Show. Take care, guys. Have a happy Friday. News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steele.
I'm Steve Kathan. A break-in and violent attack at the San Francisco home of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. It happened early this morning. CBS's Scott McFarland says she was not home, but her husband was. Speaker Pelosi says the family is asking for their privacy at this time. That's through the statement from her spokesman. We know Paul Pelosi is hospitalized after a violent assault. An assailant broke into the house in San Francisco. The assailant was taken into custody. No motivation or power. Possible motivation for this attack has been released. Sources say the assailant had a hammer. The AP reports Paul Pelosi suffered blunt force trauma to the head. In a White House statement, President Biden called the attack horrible and has spoken with the House Speaker. On his social media platform, former President Trump writes Twitter is now in sane hands with new owner Elon Musk. Trump was permanently suspended from Twitter after the Capitol attack. CNET's Ian Schur. This is one of the most influential products in the world. So even though not that many people use it compared to something like Facebook, it is incredibly important. And the Twitter that they interact with will probably be very different a week from now from the Twitter we know today. A family of eight was found dead inside a burning home in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, outside Tulsa. Police have opened a homicide investigation, but they say they don't think there's a threat to the public. Kaylin Lemke lives nearby. Nobody really knows what's going on right now, so until we have better information, I think we just pray and hope for the best for everybody involved. The Coast Guard says 13 people were rescued from a sinking fishing vessel off the Virginia coast. Officials say it may have collided with another ship. In Hawaii, people living near the world's largest volcano, Mauna Loa, are being told to be on alert. There are signs it could erupt, but probably not imminently. Ken Han lives nearby. Do I turn to the right when I hit the highway? Do I turn to the left when I hit the highway? Right, that's what you really want to know. But we can't do that until we react to what the volcano is doing. Well, overseas, a money milestone today in the reign of Britain's new sovereign. The first British coins with a portrait of King Charles III are now being struck. The 50 pence pieces are due to go into circulation in December. The Royal Mint's Rebecca Morgan. The 50p has King Charles III's effigy on the front, and on the reverse, it's a memorial design for Queen Elizabeth II. Coins with other values honoring King Charles are expected to be minted starting next year. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, London. Checking Wall Street, the Dow is up 597 points. This is CBS News. If you guys enjoyed that episode do me a favor leave me a five star rating on spotify and apple podcast or however many stars you think i deserve and until next time i will catch your asses down the road